0: Hello, 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 and welcome to Holding Space with Whitney Jean. I'm your host, Whitney, and I am so grateful that you are here. Whether this is your first episode with me or you are returning, I am beyond grateful that the universe has led you to this exact moment, to this exact space with me. I cannot wait to share today's episode with you. I hope you enjoy How do you feel in your body now when, so, like I said, right before you went live, this song came up and I was like, oh my gosh, we have to, we have to, have to, have to listen to this, to anchor in this container, to set the space of this container, because this stuff can be really heavy and this stuff can feel really intense. And this stuff is not for the weak. It's not for the lighthearted. It's not for. Like digging into those shadows and digging into those roots where we hold a lot of trauma, where we hold a lot of heaviness, where we hold a lot of those things that we've spent avoiding, it can get pretty messy. And we spend a lot of time avoiding that messiness. And today I'm inviting you to open up that messiness, open up that space, the space that maybe you've judged, maybe you've deemed ugly, maybe you've deemed as something you don't want to look at. You just want to put away in a closet and never look at it again. And we're in the song literally is so perfect. I'm just like blown away because there was a line that was hold my little hand. And this journey today is truly about holding the hand of your inner child, holding the hand of your inner child who maybe cried out for assistance from their, from his or her parents that cried out for assistance from an adult that wanted more, wanted more from their parents, wanted more capacity, them to have more capacity, desired for them to be like that story, like the fairy tale from the book, from the movies, parent that held it together, that navigated things easily, that was able to hold space for us and they weren't. And so today we are going to hold the hand of our inner child and we're going to allow that inner child to cry out, allow that inner child to have front and center stage and be seen and be heard and be witnessed. And we as the adults that we are now, we as the wise ones that we are now are going to hold the space for our inner child because this work truly, truly, truly is work within ourselves, is diving deep within ourselves, holding the space for us, for ourselves, because there's no one that's going to hold space for us in the way that we can hold space for ourselves. And then that begins to project into our experience that begins to show up in our reality. The other part that I, that I loved about the song was send me on my way on my way. This is a journey. We're on our way. We're dancing our way through this journey. And if we can find those small moments of joy, those small moments of gratitude, those small moments of watching your daughter paint her nails for the first time, or the blooming on on your plant, watching a new sprout come out of your plant and be like, oh my gosh, there's life there. Allowing yourself to find the little things in life that bring the, so much joy into this journey. It, it truly is about the journey. It's not about the outcome, which we've all, I don't know about you, but I've plugged into the reality and into the experience of it's all about the outcome. It's all about being there. It's all, it's all about getting through this. It's all about being to the end point. It's all about making the X amount of money. It's all about having the relationship. It's all about having the partner. It's all about the end game. It's about being through these emotions and being done with them and and moving through them. But what if we found found a sense of peace, a sense of spaciousness in the journey itself and allowed ourselves to really anchor in there? So that's what my goal is for today. That's my intention for today. I would love if you would share in the comments, uh, talk with me about what it is that you are bringing into this container? What is it that your intention is for this container? What you wish to experience, what you wish to open up, release, let go of, tap into all of those things. Well, I open up my notes here. Hmm. I love that song too it's such a good song and it's such a high vibe get me in my body song anybody else feel more in their body after that song like less up here less anxiousness maybe I was the only one that was a little nervous Um, but really in your body I want to be able to let go of my trauma I want to be able to make space for my emotions. I feel like they are all over the place. I'm a mess lately. Mm, I welcome you and your messiness. looking to let go of my codependency and learn how to fully love myself. Mm, That's delicious. Release thoughts, feelings, and perspectives that do not belong to me. Bring in more of me and my true self. Surrender control, live in peace. I love the idea of holding my little hand and giving myself the things that I needed. Mm. Another invitation that I have for you guys in this container is what if you released all expectations and just allowed yourself to fully to receive? There's an energy of placing an intention out into this container and allowing it to manifest and allowing yourself to receive that while also releasing the expectation of how it has to show up within your life, how that has to look, and just allowing yourself to take it one step at a time, one sentence at a time, one moment at a time. What if there was one sentence within this container that completely transformed your whole experience? Would you allow that to happen? Would you allow yourself to fully receive that? My intention is to let go of the limiting beliefs that were ingrained into me as a ch- as a kid, looking to let go of the voice that says the that this dream is too big, your personality is too big and just embrace all that I am and all that I want. Yes, how many people in this container have been told that they were too much? Too sensitive. I want to let go of the trauma of my childhood that I still carry into my adulthood relationships. Yes, yes, yes. That is so prominent within so many different people's experience. I actually don't know anybody that hasn't carried their trauma forward and watched that play out in their childhood. But that's not to say that that can't change because I am living proof that that there's the possibility of change in that. Allowing myself to accept the holding of my space and not feeling guilty for not holding someone else's without mine. Mm, yes. Yeah. So who in this container has been taught to be a people pleaser, taught to put people, other people first before themselves. Allowing myself to be open to this experience and allow the feelings and messiness and the vulnerability. Yes, yes, yes. Allow yourself to be seen here. Allow yourself to be held here. You are in such a safe space. The people that are in this container, like going through all of these names, magic. You are so held in this container. It is safe. So a little housekeeping. The replay is going to be in my Facebook community. And originally, I was just going to post the replay there. But I've decided to offer the replay uh, for 24 hours. So after this uploads to the cloud, I will send you guys the link. So you will be able to access this replay for 24 hours after the call. And that will be available for you to access anytime to watch as many times as you want or desire. But it will be in my... um, limitless or infinite possibilities Facebook group Community which I will also give you the link for at the end of this if you are wanting to be a part of that it's only 22 22 um a month and then you get to access all of that we do monthly Reiki circles we do um transmissions we do I do master classes in there I'm finishing up a master class actually tomorrow in there on reading Oracle cards so there's a lot of magic that happens in that container and there's also community which just like this container there's a safe space to land. There's a safe space to express yourself. There's a safe space to communicate yourself because the, oftentimes that's a huge space where people have a difficulty really embodying themselves and communicating their needs. So there's that. Um, at the end of this, pro, at the end of this class, I'm going to be sharing about a program that is coming. And if if this class lands for you and you want to stay, when I say okay, it's we're done. I'm going to share on this class. Um, if you feel like you want to dive into this deeper with me, there's going to be an opportunity to dive deeper because this is just the beginning. This is going to actually be the pre-work for this program that's coming. That's going to be absolutely fucking incredible. Um, What's interesting is (laughs) yesterday I spent the whole day working on this presentation, working on my notes for this, really anchoring into the energy of What is it that I want to share with you guys? What is it that I want to bring into this container? When I began opening this container up and and deciding to do the capacity call, I found myself navigating the duality of life. And I was like, oh my gosh, I wish that I would have had the resources. I wish I would have been taught this as a child on how to hold space for myself navigating duality. So the main focus was when this came, started brewing in the, infinite universe was that i wanted to talk about duality and i wanted to talk about your capacity to hold it all but then as i began to open the energetic space for this all of these things came in and i was like oh but i want to talk about this and i want to navigate this and i want i want to share this with them and i want them to receive this and and all of a sudden my whole plate was covered like thanksgiving dinner it's more of a platter and there's so many different things and i was like how am i supposed to create space for everybody and teach all of these things and it became a space of like overwhelm I was like oh my gosh I I need to share all of these things and I don't know how to share that and I and so I found myself yesterday as I worked on this presentation I was in so much overwhelm and I found myself at a place of resistance where like I couldn't even put the words on the slide on my notes in my notepad like I couldn't even put them there because I was like so overwhelmed by how much I wanted to give to you guys and so at the end of the day, I was like, okay, spirit, I'm opening this up. Like I'm completely surrendering. I'm allowing myself to be this channel. If I go into this without notes, I go into this without notes. If it's a mess, it's a mess. I'm willing to meet everybody in their messiness with my messiness. And I'm willing to just show up. And as soon as I declared that, that I, regardless of being prepared, regardless of having something at my fingertips to share with you, it just... It was like all of that need to control and that need to for it to be perfect and the need for it to look a certain way. When I began to release that, it poured through. And of course, it was right when Sean got back from his softball tournament. So I'm like, he's walking in and I'm the intention was to be done by now so that we could spend time together. He's sitting on the floor next to my desk as I'm like, just um, typing so fast because all of a sudden, all of this information came through and it was like, okay, this is how I'm going to lay it out. This is how I'm going to share this information. This is how it's going to come through. And this is the the roadmap that we're going to follow. And it's going to be perfect and beautiful. And I spent literally an hour typing all of this out and being like, holy shit, this might be a three hour call. And if it is, it is. If you have to go somewhere, I value value your time so much. Uh, If it does end up being a really long call, And you don't have the capacity for all of it. That's okay. Come back to it. Come back to the replay. You don't have to stay here. If you want to stay in the energy and be all of here all right now, I welcome you to be in this container. I'm here to give you it all. I'm here to give you everything that came through. I'm here to open this up so that you, you leave this container saying, holy fuck, my life has changed. Holy fuck. Nothing's going to be the same. And so That's the goal. (laughs) That's my intention. My intention is to open this door for you and in your journey of becoming all that you are meant to be and desire to be and know that you can be. In the beginning of this journey, are you all with me still? Mm, I have a tendency to hold high expectations. With also putting myself last and making sure everyone else is taken care of before myself, leave, leaving myself worn down. Yes. It's like that mind game, like being in your head so much. Mm-hmm. In the beginning of this journey, I found myself longing for so many different things. I desired to be the person, to find the person who loves me more than anything, anyone there. The person who would be my best friend and the love of my life. But mostly someone who would reciprocate everything that I had to give. I was giving so fucking much. And I desired a partner, a lover, a relationship that I felt like I was being poured into just as much as me. But I found myself in a space where I desired that also in friendships. That I felt, that felt like they were two ways. Like they were giving to me as much as I was giving to them That it wasn't just me investing all of my time and my love and my energy, giving, 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 but never receiving. Never being the one that was chosen. Mm, This is, I feel, so this, another side note. As this transmission comes through, it's coming through energetically and it's coming through my heart space. So it's not just the words that are coming through the channel, not just the words that I'm putting to describe this everything that we're looking at, it's the energetic transmission too. So if you come to a place where you're feeling emotionally overwhelmed, overstimulated, if you're feeling like it's a lot, it's okay to unplug, mute me, allow yourself to just be in the energy. If you find yourself needing to completely step out of it, that's okay too. But I invite you to lean into it. Even if you're not grasping all the words that I'm saying, you're receiving the energy and that in itself is going to change your whole life. That in itself, I have the intention for it to completely open up everything and unravel everything. So if you find yourself in this space where it's it's a lot, it's because energetically we're shifting things energetically. You're being opened up by the space that I hold. It's the invitation to choose more and be more and embody more. And that can be very overwhelming. It's not just the words. There's so much going on far beyond what meets the eye. And so you're not crazy. It's you're not too much. You're allow the tears to flow, allow yourself to laugh, allow yourself to be in this and know that we're all experiencing the same thing and that I've been in that space so many times. And when you allow yourself to be in it and feel it and not try to push it away. One of my favorite things when I, that I do now is when I'm crying, I don't even grab Kleenex's Because it's not my job to stop the tears. It's not my job to stop this movement of energy. I'm going to allow myself to really anchor into and feel these feelings. I'm not going to wipe my tears away. I'm not going to dismiss or diminish the feelings that I'm feeling. Are you with me? If you agree to this, say yes in the comments. It wasn't until I began to choose myself that everything changed. I was literally going to grab some toilet paper and something told me not to. Yes. Yes. Let the tears flow. You see, I come from a family of people pleasers. I learned that you were the least important person through the message of everyone comes else first. So it wasn't that they said you were the least important person. It was through the actions and observing and observing what they did in relationships that I learned you put other people first and that you weren't the one that came first. You make decisions based on others. You only talk about the things that wouldn't rock the boat. Never say anything that could hurt the other person. If you don't have anything nice to say, don't say anything at all. Take to the extreme. I found that I struggled with my sense of space and knowing who I was and what I really wanted. Because so much time was invested into others. I could tell you what others' needs were. I couldn't even tell you what mine were. I couldn't even tell myself what they were, let alone communicate them. I was so tuned in to other people's needs that mine weren't even, it became a point where mine weren't even a consideration to me. And I continued to choose that and ingrain that and choose that and ingrain that and choose that and ingrain that until that, like, that's just the way it was. Just like any sport, the more you practice it, the more you do it, the more that it becomes natural. This was my natural space. I didn't know how to hold space for myself. I didn't know how to communicate my needs. I was talking with Sean in bed last night and we were, as we were laying in bed, I was like, can we just take a moment and really anchor into the gratitude for how much our relationship has grown in the communication department? Like I remember the first time that he opened up to me on trauma that he was that he had experienced. He literally was shaking in opening that up and being seen in that vulnerability. And I witnessing him, I was like, oh, my gosh, he's communicating just like me. Like when I would communicate myself and open myself in the beginning, I literally would tremble. Like I couldn't get the words out of my mouth. Anyone been there where it's like. I keep, like, like you can't get it out like you're immediately put into fight or flight and you're like, I can't get these words out. The <laughs> you begin, you immediately communication is connected to the fight or flight response. And I remember another time, and we were talking like another time in the car where I was like, I was at a point, a pivotal point where I was like, I'm so ready to communicate myself. I'm so ready to express what I need and and no longer walk on eggshells when it comes to my communication and no longer feel like I have to keep it suppressed. And we were in my car. He was driving, and I go to. I turn to him. And I'm like, <laughs> he just like fucking word vomited on him. I'm like, what if we start communicating with each other and we created a safe space between us, where we that communicated, communicated everything that we need and we do it together and we do it in the space because we are a safe space, and 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 then that'll lead into everywhere else in our life, and we could do this and that and this and that and this and that. And I just <laughs> And my intention was like. I need to, I need space help for me. Like we're navigating the same trauma. We're both terrible at communication and we're both like walking on eggshells and being passive and sweeping under the rug, anything that needed that was coming up. And in hindsight, I'm like, you probably felt really attacked in that moment because you were like, she's pointing out all of the things that I'm, that, I struggle with, but in reality, it was totally me that I was focused on because I know, I knew my capacity to communicate was not large. It was pity anyone else. Oh my God. That sounds like my relationship. Yeah. And he's like, yeah, babe, let's do it. And like, there, there were some growing pains and we, and, but that was like that first step that was that first domino. It was like, yes, we both choose to communicate with each other. And there were parts of our relationship, like, it hasn't always been easy. There were parts of our relationship where we were passive with one another. We didn't communicate with with one another. There was parts that he hid out of insecurity. And, like, we would sit, there was a period, there was a couple months within our relationship where we would sit in the same room and it, it felt like Though we were in the same room, he was miles away. Anyone experienced that in a relationship where it was like even though we were right there with another one another, like I felt like he was miles away. He wasn't present with me. And through navigating that in hindsight, hindsight's so incredible. Hindsight is 2020 because we find that what we can't see in the moment, we see in hindsight. Yep. Relatable. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. We see in hindsight and in hindsight, when we were going through this period and then, and we had this era, this part of our relationship where we weren't communicating, where we weren't connecting. We weren't like it. It was feeling really sticky because we had met a point in our relationship where we both knew that next step was coming And he didn't know if he was ready to give that to me. And I was ready for him to give it to me. I was ready for him to propose. I was ready for it. And he knew that, but he didn't know what, if he could, if if he could move through what he was holding on to. if he can, could move through the resistance. And it was like this really sticky place. And like, when he began to communicate that and open up about that, he was, it was like this energy of like, I love you, but I don't know if I can give it to you and, and what it triggered. Was this realize that in hindsight, what it triggered was this, oh, my God. He doesn't love me, even though he was saying he loves me. He doesn't love me. He's going to leave me. He's going to abandon me. He's not going to choose me. I wasted my time. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. And I ran. And it was like this. We both didn't know where to land on the same page. And so there was this point where I thought our relationship was over. And what I realized in hindsight is in so many relationships, I blamed the other person for leaving me, for me, blamed them that I wasn't enough for them. When in reality, that fight or flight response was triggered and I was the freaking runner. I was the one that was like, oh my God, I got to get out of here. Abort, abort, abort. I'm out. And for so long, I had put the blame outside myself and put the blame on the other person that they, that they were having doubts and they were experiencing the human experience and they were, they were doing these things. And I ran because I was afraid of being abandoned. And if I, and this was all subconscious and, and if, if I left first, then maybe it would save the pain. Or they were already leaving, like I perceived it as they were already leaving. They were already one foot out the door when that wasn't the case. And so then we navigated that and we and we processed that. And then it was like, we came back stronger, like through that, it, we broke through so much trauma. And... It was because we both had the willingness to work through it. So I'm not advocating that you're going to have relationships in your life where the other person is not willing to work on themselves. And that's okay. Maybe they're not the right person for you. Maybe it's not the right timing. Maybe it's not if they can't give you what they keep. They can't give you what they can't give you. And so he was willing to work on himself, but it wasn't because I was forcing him, like I wasn't mothering him, I wasn't tapping into that space where I was in, in in that masculine and mothering energy of like, you need to do this, you need to do that. Like, what if you did this? What if you did that? I just became the invitation. And I really focused on myself. I really focused on the energy in which I was holding for myself. And he began to like be interested in it and and dabble in it. And like he began to grow and expand and, and like there was definitely that stretch of, oh my gosh, is she going to leave me behind? She, I move so fast. I process so fast. I clear so fast. I move so fast. I make, I take leap after leap, after leap, after leap, after leap. And like, I have gotten so good at fucking jumping off the cliff and and trusting that the universe is going to catch me that like, I move at hyperspeed and, and for him, it was very triggering because it was like, is she going to leave me behind? But what I've, really expressed and anchored into is like i'm not leaving you behind the invitation to join me is always there some there are seasons of stretching there are seasons of oh my gosh she's moving so fast but what it came down to is when when you are one of those people that move at hyperspeed that move really fast our partners can their wounds can be triggered because they too don't want to be left behind they don't want to be abandoned and so we navigated all of this and then i remember in when he did propose and it was leading up to the proposal, like there was this level of barrier that he just was ready to release and it just happened. This resistance to giving me all of himself, this resistance to giving me all of his love to showing up completely and fully. And after he proposed, our relationship was never the same because every single insecurity, every single bit of resistance, every single piece of the puzzle that he was gripping onto that held that picture of resistance of I have to keep this distance disappeared and our relationship is absolutely phenomenal but it came from a space of we both had so much trauma that we navigated together well on our own together side by side it got rocky there were seasons of rockiness but the one thing that we knew is we wanted each other That's my marriage and why it's ending. I am part of, I'm, I am in this part of growing myself and he isn't ready, willing to do the work alongside me. Yes. And there's an energetic difference. Like for me, for a long time, it was like, you have to move with me. And then I, I moved into a space of like, I love you for exactly who you are. I've always loved you for exactly who you are. If you're not ready to grow with me, that's okay. I'm going to continue to grow. I'm going to continue to do this. And it's having the willingness to know that maybe you do grow apart. Maybe he doesn't meet the needs that he previously did meet. And that's not to his fault. That's owning that you are choosing a different path. That's owning that you are choosing more. that That's loving and honoring them for wherever they're at. And knowing that you have the your capacity for change for more is growing. Your capacity is shifting. You're willing to do the work and you, and, and there's nothing wrong with desiring a partner that's willing to invest in themselves and grow. For me, that's a non-negotiable, but also it was like, I love Sean for exactly who he was and where he was at. And there was nothing that I would change about him. And so it was like, there was like this magic alignment with that. Does that make sense? It was like, I love you exactly where you are. I will love you if you don't change a thing. I'm choosing change and growth and evolution. And 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 I will be the invitation for you to choose that. And if you don't choose that, that's okay. I love you. And, and it's not this ride or die loyalty. It's this, this is what I'm choosing. This is what is in alignment that in the end, like I'm willing to fight for this relationship and I'm willing to put myself first. Because I know that when I put myself first, I show up into my relationship in a whole different way. I think I know what I need to do. I need to put myself first, stopping there for him all of the time and set boundaries and working on myself, my growth, because I'm not growing when I'm dropping everything for him. Yes. And there's a difference in the space of like, are you dropping everything because it's a codependency fear of abandonment? Or are you dropping everything because that's what feels good? That's what feels in alignment. There's a level of, Reliability that we need to show for ourselves and a level of showing up for ourselves that allows us to show up for other people. Codependency 100%, that was the feel. Um, and allowing yourself to truly show up for yourself. Anywho, I didn't even know how to communicate them. So it became a journey of unbecoming all of the things that I was taught to be, shaped to be, and chose to continue to be because there is choice in this. We have a faded path where we could go if we were to stay in the footsteps of our family, stay in the in the barriers of where how we were raised. And then there's also that space of possibility where it's like, okay, but what if I choose this? This feels in alignment. I I don't resonate with this. Yes, my family resonates with this, but I don't resonate with this. So like, I'm going to choose this. I don't deep into the work that I'm going to share with you today. I know that it'll be a lot. Breathe, drink water, breathe some more. If we need to take a break, I'll take a break because holy shit, it's already 150. <laughs> oh my God, you guys. <laughs> Hope you're ready to spend the whole evening with me. (laughs) This information takes months for me to navigate with my one to one clients. And I have some one to one clients here. They can absolutely share that if they wish. Like we navigate many parts of this and integrate it piece by piece. I'm glad you guys are ready for it and here for it. It, This is literally piece by piece. So this is going to give you part of like a full picture something to take with you, but this is something that you integrate day by day, choice by choice, moment by moment. It doesn't happen overnight. You don't have to walk away from this class needing to know how to implement all of it and needing to change it all at once. I actually invite you to detach from the need for it to be a certain way and from the time you think it needs to take. I want to repeat that. I actually invite you to detach from the need for it to be a certain way And from the time you think it needs to take. This is something that has changed my whole life. Yes. I have come so far and have so much more ahead. Yes, yes, yes. Ah, I love working with you, Shannon. Ah, It's such a pleasure. My lifetime one-to-one is like, I was born for it. There's so much magic that unfolds in it. And it's just like, and the most magical part about the one-to-ones is like, I get to be there alongside you and you're committed to at a minimum, like a year with me. And it's like every season of life, like I'm your wingman through life. Where are we going? What are we doing? Hi, I'm your bestie and number one fan. Let's create some magic. I get to be the little angel on your shoulder being like, hi, remember that you're powerful. Remember who you are. Oh, you forgot? Here here I am. Here I am. To hold you accountable in the most loving way. To anchor you into your truth. You know? Yes, absolutely. Message me. We'll talk more one-to-one. It's so magic. I love one-to-one. I love one-to-one. I love one-to-one. Detach from the expectations and the time completely. I absolutely love all the spaces you create. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. I love you guys so much. Detach from the expectations and the time completely. For those two things are the biggest factors in keeping you small, time and expectations. So we will begin there. We live in a society where night is of the essence. Everything is based around time and having a timeline. You're running out of time. Do it now, do it now. It has to happen now not happening now oh my God is it ever going to happen how long will it take to do this when when will you do this blah Plugged blah, 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 blah. into that linear time time keeps everything linear and I'm inviting you in this class to step out of the linear and into a space where you tap into quantum change because when you're in the quantum you're detached from time and Miracles happen things move at hyper speed because you're detached from time. It doesn't have to happen in X amount of time. And so it happens in Y amount of time and it's nothing you could have ever pictured. Change that happens so incredibly fast because we no longer need it to be fast. We detach from that need change that goes so deep because we are willing to stay in the moment that is requesting to be facilitated for so for as long as it takes we're willing to be in it for as long as it takes because it's not about the time it takes it's about moving that energy ship making that change creating that change facilitating that energy feeling that feeling time is non-existent in this space so we're letting it go from here on out and we're moving at hyper speed the next part is I want you to drop your intentions of what you would like facilitated through this container. Knowing that what we've known now has your intention shifted at, at at all. Let it be something you wish to generate. Who do you want to be? What do you want to shift? What energy space and consciousness do you want to hold? How do you want to feel? What outcome do you want from this like what do you want to manifest what do you want to create what do you want to generate what what do you want to embody I honestly came into this without knowing what to expect at all I was just all in and you did Kaylee I think you were one of the first ones to enroll and it was like I don't know what this is, but I'm all in. I like, I hadn't even released any information, but like it was the energy. And that's how I make my decisions to actually, um, side note is that I am very much so like when it energetically feels line, I leap. And I know that I'll be caught. And that's been a learned practice. In the beginning, it was a lot harder because I I had all of the reasons not to, but what, what if you shifted into a space of like, I'm going to look at all of the reasons to do that, to choose that, to take that leap, to stretch, to expand. I find so much growth in the expansion and I can feel that. So how I read energy is I can feel you guys in this vortex within like my body. (laughs) Weird, I know, but I can feel the expansion and the energetic space that's going on within your raises reality right now. And I feel it in my skin. So I'm like, Ooh, we're shifting some things, we're healing some things, we're stretching, like I can feel the stretch, and it's like, mm, we're stretching here, there's growth in the stretch. Emotional intelligence, wisdom, and love, Mm, same. It was like a divine intervention. Like I didn't know what I was getting myself into, but I knew I needed it and I couldn't stop crying when I registered. Oh, that is soul recognition right there. Soul recognition. We're going to create magic, you guys. We're already creating magic. Everything's changed already. Anybody feel that? Like everything's changed already. Detach from the timeline and detach from getting from the finish line. If you can be fully present with me here and now, you will leave with your whole world changing. Your head may feel like it's going to explode. You may feel like you've lost your head completely. I've been there. I've been there many times. This is this may be a journey of heavy tears, ahas, and deep understanding. Let it be exactly what it is, no matter what that looks like. In most of my classes, I actually ask But the first time you watch this, that you be with me. No notes. Put what you would write in your journal or notebook in the comments. Anchor it into this container. Allow it to be seen. Allow yourself to be vulnerable. But allow yourself to be completely here and receive. Allow this to be a conversation between you and me. Allow yourself to fully be here. Then the second time, take all the notes. Let your pen write until your hand hurts. Watch as the information lands so much deeper than the first time because the seeds have been planted and now you allow yourself to water it and fully receive those seeds and receive from it. And then the third time you watch it, you will feel it land so much deeper because it then becomes a feeling of unknowing, you know, a knowing that you've had all along. Things that are said become a part of who you are. And you're like, well, yeah, of course and you begin to hear things that you completely missed the first two times. I can't tell you how many times I've done a program and I've watched it two or three times and every single time I listen to it there's the sense of oh of course, oh of course like yes this is a knowing now this is a way that I operate now. This is where like these are new codes or these were previously coded codes within my operating system like a computer. And now I'm able to receive this tidbit. This Tidbit, this little piece, this little piece that I didn't even hear the first time. This class is designed with that in mind. It's designed to land at where wherever you're at, to open up wherever you're at, to expand wherever you're at. So holding space for yourself, what does that look like for you? What does holding space for yourself look like for you? Self-care. Go deeper. What kind of self-care? Putting myself first. Journaling, singing. Journaling, meditation, hiking, not holding on to expectations, positive self-talk. Yes, yes, yes. Do you know what it means to hold space for you? Is there parts of this that you're like, I don't really know what that means? What about holding space for others or in your relationships? Allowing myself to feel my emotions, giving myself grace, not people-pleasing playing with makeup, doing girly things, embracing the feminine, setting boundaries. Mm. Yes. For me, holding space is the ability to observe with unconditional love without needing to change a thing. It is a space of pure consciousness and power. For me, holding space is the ability to observe with unconditional love without needing to change a thing. It is a space of pure consciousness and power. All of these things that you've put in the chat box lead yourself to this space. All of those things are things that you can do to hold space for others. This is the feminine invitation to be it. What does that feel like? What is it? What is the embodiment of it? What is the energy of it? Holding space is allowing yourself to hold duality and feel all of your feelings. It is embracing your feminine. It is holding space for yourself, setting healthy boundaries. It is doing those things. And it's being a space of observation with unconditional love without needing to change a thing about you, about them, about the experience. It is a space of pure consciousness and power. I don't think I'm good at holding space for myself. Mm. That's about to change if you let it. That awareness in itself changes everything because from there you can, you can choose to live in the space, be in the space, take the actions to hold space for yourself. And what you'll find is your relationship dynamics change completely because everything in which you're experiencing, everything in which you're a match for starts here. Learning to hold space for myself in the way that I hold space for others. Yes, 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 yes. I was in the same boat. So good at holding space for others, but never allowing myself or holding space for myself. When you begin to do that. Everything changes. The way in which you can serve people changes, the amount that you can serve people, the impact you can make, the capacity you have. Can you feel this growing just through these simple awarenesses? When your capacity grows for yourself in what you can hold, holding your emotions, holding duality, holding experiences, holding uh, experiences, holding trauma. When that grows while also holding the good, like the things that feel good, the joy, the abundance the love, money, sex, all the things, being able to hold space for all of it, your capacity grows and then your capacity grows for other people. You'll find that you'll be able to serve on a larger scale when you can hold space for yourself. Because it comes from a space of overflow instead of a space of trying to generate and create for other people. To not let someone else dictate the way I feel, if that makes sense, like someone is upset with me, to let them to let them be upset and not ruin my day. Yes yes, 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 yes. This is the epitome of holding space for yourself and anchoring into your power, which is what this program that I'm going to share at the end is all about, is like stepping into the potency of you and being willing to receive it all. The judgment, the hate, the people disrespecting you, people being mean. Like there was a long time where I I resisted stepping into my power be- and stepping into visibility and stepping into these containers where I I'm holding space for so many people because I didn't want the words to come across wrong. I didn't want it, them to be interpreted wrong or received wrong or or someone did not like what I say or it to trigger someone. There was like so much resistance into that because I didn't know if I was going to be able to hold the space for the that for them. But what I've learned is that I am responsible for sharing my truth, st- sharing my message, embodying this, the space that I truly be, being all of me, because there are people out there that love all of me. There are people out there that need what I have to share. There are people that out there that their whole life would change if, from one Facebook post, from one masterclass, from one one-to-one, from one bodywork session. And I'm willing to have people be upset with me in order to reach that one person. I'm willing to upset people to reach that one person. So it's for me so that I feel emotionally secure. This work is for me so that I get stronger in my value and stronger in my in my presence, stronger in my being, stronger in who I am. It's for you because I needed Someone to share this information with me. And this was all self-taught. This was all diving into a million books. This was uh, watching a million programs, taking a million classes that recently that never used to be a thing. It was diving into a million blogs and I'm consolidating all of that, the compound of all hundreds upon hundreds of hours, thousands actually hundreds of thousands of hours that I've put into my self-development, I have to share for you. So it's for me so that I can hold a bigger space for you so that you also can stand side by side me and we can both stand in our power. And it's for the world because we can all fucking stand in our power next to each other and we're not fighting for the same seat. There's enough seats for everybody. And there are going to be people on this journey that don't, they cannot see all the seats. They think that they're fighting over a seat with you. I'm not fighting over a seat for all, with all of you. There are plenty of fucking seats at my table. And if there's not, make another table. Like there are no ifs, ands, or buts about it. When we learn, when we are young, we learn how to see and interact with the world through the eyes of our parents. We actually have what are called mirror neurons. Has anyone heard of mirror neurons? which allow us to learn through observation itself. We literally intake information into our brains and it's stored into our brains simply by observation, simply by seeing. We literally learn how to operate in the world from a baby from observation alone. How incredible is that? The human body is absolutely miraculous. Side note, where have you been making your body wrong that you wish to release? Because the human body is absolutely incredible. Where are you making your body wrong for creating and generating a body that you have continuously said the body is? I, For example, I'm fat. I'm overweight. My metabolism is slow. I need to lose this. Over and over and over and over and over and over, and the compound of that generates and creates that. Release that shift that that self-sabotage and actually generates it physically within your body. You create your words are like spells. You literally create that. Choose better words. Choose the words that are going to create the outcome that you desire. Anyhow, so through observation of our parents, interact of how our, our parents interact with one another, with their friends, how they see their body, how they face food, eating, how they hold themselves and ha- how they handle their emotions. We observe that and we literally input it like a streamline of coding and it creates our reality. It creates our experience. It creates the experience in which we hold ourselves in the world. We begin to build our subconscious. We actually build our subconscious brain by the age of seven. Everything you intake from from zero to seven, the way that you observe people interacting, the things that your parents say to you, like, if you can't be nice, don't say anything, or you can't say something nice, don't say anything at all. Money doesn't grow on trees, things like that. Um, we begin to build into our subconscious, and it's like a big book of our subconscious, of all of these beliefs, experiences, traumas, and, and how we view the world. We begin to build our subconscious on how we are going to interact with the world, ourselves, how it's to be done. Is there anything that comes to mind specifically when I bring this up? What have you taken that wasn't yours? Bought as valuable and real from your observation of how your parents interacted with the world? How your parents interacted with money? How your parents interacted with their body? How your parents interacted with their emotions? How your parents interacted with each other? How your parents interacted with you? How did they see their body? How did they see money? How did they see other people? How did they talk about other people? what comes to mind? Is there anything that comes to mind? Because we truly create our whole reality around this right here. Still with me? Then on another level, Sadly, I blocked out a lot of it. Trauma and negativity is all that comes to mind. Yeah, we do. We do block it out. Absolutely. Then on another level, we learn how our parents interact with us. Are they patient and kind? Are they short-fused? Do they get overwhelmed easy? Do they yell? Do they give the quiet treatment? This is where we begin to create our capacity for others. We begin through the relationship dynamic with our parents. So I ask you, where in your capacity to hold space for yourself and others, does it look or feel similar to the way in which your parents did? Where do you feel, oh, my mother just came out of my mouth. Or that's something my mother would do. Or that's something my daughter or my father would say. I'm short fused like them. I get overwhelmed easy. We never communicated when something hurt us. We always swept it under under the rug and I still do that. Cheating, alcohol abuse, not enough money, negative self-talk. Yes, I'm constantly hearing my mom's voice. I've been told I'm dramatic like my mom. The awareness around this being a learned behavior allows you to take the driver's seat and take radical responsibility in choosing a new direction. Very low joy, high stress, low emotional intelligence and maturity. Yes. And you get to change that. You get to choose something different. The choice to continue this pattern is absolutely yours. There's no judgment in whatever you choose. And I want to emphasize that. Yes. Sometimes when we click the names on accident, it will do, it'll send a direct message. I've done that so many times on Zooms. <laughs> I've done it so many times and I've used Zoom millions of times. <laughs> There's no judgment in whatever you choose. The power to the power is returned to you. You and that knowing that you have the ability to continue to choose it with awareness that you are choosing it, or choose something different because you want your life to look completely different. You want your experience to be completely different. But I'll tell you, opening this veil up, scratching at this veil (laughs) will allow you to move into a space where it's a lot harder to suppress it because now you know there's another choice. Now you know there's more possibility. Now you know that you're responsible for your happiness. A large part of this capacity discussion is your ability to hold space for your emotions. So I want to dive into what beliefs you hold around emotions. Are there good ones? Are there bad ones? All of them. What do you think about emotions? What do you know about them? What is your process with them? Has it always been the same? Has it shifted with age? Share this in the comments with me. I am learning that they are tools. I want to be a better mother, less reactive and overwhelmed. Ooh, this is a good one. I want to touch on this because I also come from a reactive mother and she did the best that she could, but she learned to be reactive from her mother too and her father too. So it's like that continuously passed down and then on the other hand there was my dad he can take he's so passive he go he takes it and takes it and takes it and takes it until he reaches the boiling point and then he then he explodes so it's like these are very much so learned behaviors i've learned that emotions have purpose and meaning i've been told i'm not allowed to show my emotions when i cry i usually hide hmm. Oftentimes, with this, the emotions actually tend to take over our reality because we don't give them their space. When you learn to navigate your emotions, when you learn to hold space for your emotions, they don't become all consuming because you're willing for them to be all consuming and consuming you until they no longer consume you and you're able to process through them much more quickly. The more I grow, the more I see all I need to improve. I'm also a very reactive mother and my mother was the same way. I'm trying to be better. Mm. Look into that reactiveness. Look into how could I choose something different? How could I say, instead of being reactive, maybe being like, I need a minute. I'll be right back and we can have this conversation. Maybe it's showing your children that it's okay to take a step back, to reevaluate before you speak, before you put that energy out there. Keep crying, and I'll give you something to cry about, invalidating feelings. I can't tell you how many times I heard that. I was told not to show my emotions. And something I still struggle with is to actually stop and feel them and see what they are trying to show me. I've gotten better, but still working to not shut out the sadness, anger or any emotion I don't perceive as good. Yes. And it's like, are you trying to avoid them? So like they come up and you're like, nope, I'm dismissing that. Nope, that's ridiculous. I'm dismissing that. Nope. Why are you feeling that way? I'm dismissing that. I'm releasing that. I'm letting that go. Nope, 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 Nope. And you're just constantly doing karate trying to fight off all these feelings instead of just allowing them to come into your space and then dissipate and be released and be felt and be honored and and maybe even an insight to what's going on. I do so good for short periods of time until I get worn down. I love that you guys are here for each other. Mm. in us. There's all these realities in which our, the previous generations plugged into that we get to choose something different because now we know we can choose something different. And I'm, and also something to know is just because we're bringing in a new paradigm, just because you're plugging into a new paradigm doesn't mean the other paradigm needs to die. It it means that these paradigms can coincide with, each, with one another, which makes it easier because you don't have to destroy anything that's already present, like it doesn't need to go away in order for your paradigm to be a reality. And it makes it harder because you may be living in a different paradigm than somebody else that's close to you. You may be living in a different paradigm than your partner. You may be living in a different paradigm than your parents. You may be living in a different paradigm than your lifelong friends. But you can live in different paradigms and still be friends. You can live in par- different paradigms and still have that connection. That doesn't mean you need to sever any connections because somebody's living in a different paradigm than you. It's ridiculous, you know. I've always been someone who has big emotions, and I feel that was a lot. That I feel that 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 it was a lot for my parents. They were reactive when I tried to express my emotions. When I felt like I wasn't hurt, I became reactive. I've noticed that I've been reactive with my kids at times, and when I get overwhelmed and. I, As well as me not being heard. Yes, yes, yes. Yes. And the thing to recognize and be aware of is that our parents are human too. That they're experiencing the human experience, navigating the best they can with what they have. And and some of them didn't know there was another choice. Some of them didn't have the tools that we have now because people weren't talking about it. People weren't talking about reactive parenting. People weren't talking about, oh, maybe I shouldn't spank my children. And and that's not a judgment on whether you do or don't. But nobody was having the conversation. It was just this is how it's always been done. This is the way we'll continue to do it. But we're here to say, okay, what is it that we're doing and choosing and believing and and receiving? And is it what we want to continue to know, be, perceive, and receive what we have then, Or do we want something different? Is this in alignment with who I want to be? Is this in alignment with what I want to generate and create? And by sitting in these feelings and holding space for these emotions, you begin to release the control that they have over you. In a lot of these scenarios... We have given our power away to the emotions and because we feel like these emotions are so big and all consuming and they have all this power, we suppress them, we avoid them, we release them or we don't release them. We like uh, disassociate with them because we feel like they have more power than we do. But what we realize when we have the emotional intelligence is that when we feel the feelings and we hold the space for the feelings, they're not as big They're not as consuming as they thought that we thought they would be. They allow us to take an exhale for the first time. Have you ever had a really heavy cry? And then at the end, you're like. "Hmm." I always say, if I have a heavy cry over a boy, then we're done because like. "Hmm." Well, I'm done with that emotion. (laughs) I'm done with that feeling. They're not as big when you allow yourself to come face-to-face with them and feel them and and really observe them and experience them. For me, it was a large time. There was a large part of my life where I was sweeping any emotions that I had that were less than happy under the rug. I didn't want to make waves, which was a learned point of view with what I was experiencing or communicating that I was hurt by somebody's actions or behavior. And that came from my mom. And she's so much better at this. Like I watched her grow and evolve over the last... Few years as I healed myself, which is something that's crazy too, is as you begin to heal yourself, watch as your relationship dynamics change and they begin to choose to heal. It's like energetically, you're healing the lineage and you watch that happen in the way that you communicate with your parents, in the way that you communicate with friends, in the way that you communicate yourself, relationship dynamics change because you're not reactive. If they experience that reactiveness, it's met with no resistance. And it's like, unintentionally, they trip over their feet and they're like, wait, whoa!" there's no pushback on this. And I experience that every once in a while with, with clients where they'll come in and it'll be very much so ego. And they'll, they're like, they'll try to establish their dominance over me, which is so silly. Um, Such an interesting choice. And when they meet no resistance and all they meet is like unconditional love. Like I see you, I love you. Like Interesting choice that you chose. That it's like they trip and then they don't know what they, to do with their hands, they don't know what to do. And so, when you allow yourself to navigate these things, it begins to be something that shifts and changes. But there was this learned behavior that, like, because with my mom, she would hold on to something for so long until it reached a boiling point, and then she would well, you did this six months ago. Well, you did this a year ago. And I felt this way and it was like never communicated. So I had no idea that was even a thing. And so then I learned I didn't want to make waves. I didn't want to share how I was feeling because I knew how icky it felt when my mom would do that to me. And I like, I completely cut it off completely. Because I didn't want them to feel like I was shaming them. I didn't want them to feel guilty. I didn't want them to feel any of that so I would see, sweep them under the rug. I would gaslight myself. I would consim- convince myself that I was overreacting. It then shifted into really not allowing myself to feel the low feelings and avoiding them because I didn't want to manifest bad things. Anyone plugged into that reality? <laughs> or are currently plugged into that? It's like, I don't want to, I don't want to look at that, feel that, hold space for that. Because if I feel bad, I'm going to manifest bad things. You too have been all been through all of that. We all have very similar stories. You'd actually be surprised by how many people have experienced the same thing you've experienced in one way or another. So when I was not wanting to manifest the bad things, I would completely detach and disassociate with any low vibrational emotions because I didn't want it to affect the way affect what I was creating, affect what I was manifesting, and affect what I was actualizing. So I would just completely, can't hold space for that because <laughs> I'm on the verge of a panic attack. <laughs> can't feel this, I'm not looking at it. <laughs> can't see it, like the blinders. <laughs> Anyone else? Okay, I love you, Kaylee. Thank you for being here. I see you, I hold you. I love you. And I wouldn't let myself look at it. Not looking at it, even though I'm already feeling it. I am i don't want to feel it, but I'm already feeling it. I'm continuing to feel it because I won't. I'm not going to feel it. Anyone else got into that pattern? Which then evolved to where I'm at now. this evolved to that I'm willing to feel into every single inch of every emotion that comes up into my life. Even the ones that are hard, even the ones that are triggering, even the ones that feel all encompassing. I'm willing to hold the duality of of it all and feel all of it without fear of it manifesting into my life and business because I've created a very clear distinction of when I'm walking with this duality I don't force or do certain things I struggle so much with getting out of out of my brain and into my body to feel one thing that I do to navigate that is I will stop with, like with, if I'm having all that mental chatter, I will do something that brings me into my body, whether that's putting my feet on the earth, whether that's taking 30 minutes and doing some breath work, taking some deep breaths, feeling into my body, like bringing my brain, my awareness into my body. Okay. Where are my knees? Where are my feet? Where's my heart? Allowing yourself to feel it all. Feel your body. Another thing I will do is I will do like a guided meditation. I will do a meditation of my for myself. Allowing myself to be like, okay, I know I'm in my mind head right now. I want to be in my body and I take active decision. I make choices. I move myself in a way that I know helps move me into that space. So I don't force or do certain things when I'm in this space of duality, when I'm feeling less than abundant. And and what do I mean by this? If I'm having a moment of scarcity, that is not going to be a moment that I work on my business. Where before I would shove the feeling out and force myself forward on my business, Now I realize the feeling is coming up and the greatest thing that I can do is step away from my work for a moment or two and allow myself to feel the feeling. Step away from what I'm doing, where I'm trying to avoid and keep busy to not look at or feel the feeling and I will let myself feel the feeling. I'm willing to walk with the duality of my feelings. Recently, this has been a massive theme in my life, holding duality, that is. And this is really what prompted this class. I became aware of how incredible of a job that I've been doing for holding space for myself and my clients while navigating some really heavy shit, which has been learned, which has been taking this step by step by step by step. This summer, a friend from high school who my family has been close to since his family before I was even born. He died in a tragic accident. He was hit by a train. He hit a train. While he was working. And it was absolutely devastating. He was only 24. And at 24, not only did he lose his life, but people that I care about loved, loved him. They lost their son. People that I cared about lost their best friend. People that I care about lost their brother. And I had to watch his parents grieve. I had to watch my friends grieve. I had to, while also feeling the sadness for myself too. While this was happening, I was also experiencing massive growth and expansion within my life and my business. I was flying high on life with marriage, shifts and changes within my life. So there were absolutely moments of deep sadness and grief, but there were also moments of the highest joy. And instead of shutting down either one, which we tend to do, we're taught that you can either be happy or you can either be sad. And that if you don't give all of yourself to one or the other, it's. are you even sad? Are you even happy? Anyone else? Plug into that. We don't allow ourselves to, in moments of grief, we don't allow ourselves to experience moments of joy. And in seasons of reaping bountiful harvest, we don't allow ourselves to be taken by fear, sadness, anger. But what if you could allow your joy to ruin your sad day? But what if you could allow yourself to lean into the fear that's coming up? Lean into the jealousy that's peeking out. And allow yourself to dive deep into why why it is there, where is the root, and sit with yourself and see yourself there. Because chances are your inner child is calling out for your attention. Chances are there it's something that needs to be alchemized for you to continue evolving. Hold my little hand. Hold your little hand here and now. And continue because you are on your way. And I'm continuing to walk in duality right now. The biggest months of growth within my business, within the, the months that my clients have the biggest breakthroughs, the months that I feel like I'm flying high on life and I'm just like, can I get any better than this? It's, it's so magical. like. These client experiences are like filling my gas tank. I feel so alive. I feel so on top of the world. I feel so in my power. I feel so in love with life and this work and, this, and who I am and who I'm showing up as is when <laughs> oftentimes I hit with the opportunity to expand that capacity. This last week, this is fresh, so I might cry. This last week, while I was in North Dakota, my kitty got hit by a car. My cat got hit by a car. And my husband had to have a conversation with me over the phone. That she had been hit, and on the other end of this, while I was living my best life in North Dakota, he got the call that she might have been hit, and he went to get to see. It looked like her, but he wasn't sure because of the the injuries. She looked bigger, so he got a towel, he wrapped her up, and he took her to the to the vet clinic for her chip to be scanned. And then he had to come home and compare the numbers because the humane society has private records and he had to compare those numbers. He's like, I compared them 20 times because I didn't want to be wrong. I didn't want to bring this information to you and it be wrong. Which like, there was so, there's so many feelings in this, this situation because there was part of me that felt so guilty For him having to navigate this on his own, for him having to be the one that picked up her lifeless body, for him having to navigate these feelings, and me not being there. There was part of me that was grief, but I wasn't there because I don't know how I would have handled seeing her lifeless, seeing the injuries. There was part of me that didn't believe that this was real. It took... This just happened on... I think it was Tuesday. Sunday. It hasn't even been a week. And there was part of me that like, this couldn't happen with. This isn't true. There was part of me that was fucking heartbroken for my other cat. Because they've been raised together. Like... is she gonna feel she's gonna wonder where her sister is so while I'm on the phone on FaceTime I had Sean bring her into the garage so that she could see her sister's body and see that she was gone because I didn't want her wondering when she was going to come home or wandering off looking for her or wondering where her sister is and she came and she sniffed her she kissed her paw went in and kissed her face and turned around and walked into the house and laid on the ground and i witnessed her cast her right and i was experiencing all of the feelings all of the grief Immediately following investing in one of the biggest investments in my business, in a mentor to walk hand in hand with that starts next week. And I literally was feeling so big. Sorry if I blow a snot bubble or something, that'll make things interesting. All while I was feeling so big and so expansive and like so high on life and like I'm taking these next steps like I invested in my dream mentor like feeling freaking fire and through this I felt waves of sadness I felt waves of grief I felt waves of heartbreak I felt waves of heartbreak for my husband through this because his heart was broken and at the same time he felt so unseen because everyone's like I'm so sorry Whitney I'm so sorry Whitney I'm so sorry Whitney I can't imagine your hurt, Whitney and because he's the masculine and the, the paradigm that we're in nobody recognizes that his heart is broke too So he feels unseen. So I'm I'm holding space for him. I'm holding space for myself. We're both grieving. We're both experiencing all of the different arrays of emotion. And I just made the largest investment in my business ever. And I'm so freaking excited. And so over the last few days, I found myself in spaces where the sadness comes up and I just let myself cry. I let myself feel the emotion, the sadness that she's gone, the sadness in way in the way that she went, the sadness and for my husband, the sadness for my cat, the sadness, like grief, the the anger, the the gratitude, also the gratitude, the gratitude that it was fast for her, the gratitude that I didn't have to pick her up off the ground while also feeling the guilt that my husband had to do it alone and feeling all these feelings and. As those emotions move through, allowing myself to also feel freaking excitement for what's to come with this work. Feel the freaking excitement with the people that I get to work with. Feel the excitement for stretching the capacity in which I can hold and lead myself through these feelings. That I can lead myself through my business with these feelings, be grieving and. Make a massive impact. Have this conversation with you guys now. Hold space with all of you now. Like, I'm really fucking sad and I'm really fucking grateful. And I have the capacity to hold it all. I have the capacity to hold sadness, to hold the grief, to hold the hurt. I also have the capacity to hold the joy, the celebration and the expansion just because I'm expanding and having a, a, and experiencing joy doesn't mean I don't need to grieve the loss of my cat just because you're experiencing the expansion and the growth and the evolution and, and so much love and, and beauty in your life doesn't mean you can't also experience the grief that maybe your mother isn't there. Maybe that someone isn't there to witness it. I experienced this with my grandfather, like I got married this summer and there was nothing that I wanted more than my grandparents to be there. And my grandma that's still living was fighting cancer, so she couldn't come. So like, I was really sad that they couldn't make it. But also, it was the most magical fucking day of my life. And I would do it over and over and over again. And and I was so grateful for all the people that were there. I love you guys. So it's like you have the capacity to hold it all. You have the capacity to be vulnerable and be really fucking powerful and own your truth and own your potency and, and be this walking painting, this messy painting, like the artist that splatters paint on it and makes millions off of his work. And it's splattered paint. It's like, this is chaos. This is a mess. And I fucking love it. <laughs> I want to pay a million dollars to hang that on my wall. <laughs> so you have the capacity to hold it all. And if you are here, chances are you align with me in this space of desiring to continuously evolve and grow. <clears throat> Exhale. Exhale. I'm always hungry to learn, grow, expand, and evolve. It's almost an addiction, to be honest. (laughs) It's so deeply a part of me. And I found that by giving these emotions front and center stage, we begin to recondition ourselves from not having the capacity to hold space for these emotions to having the capacity to hold it all. So powerful to see the gratitude amongst the sadness. Fuck yes. I'm so fucking proud of you. And all of this that you are sharing, I value and respect you so much. You are so inspiring to me, friend. I'll meet you at your mess. It's one of my favorite things to say to friends. I love it. I love it. I love it. You have the capacity to hold it all. As I evolved and dove deeper into myself, becoming the clearest channel I could be, as I hold space for myself and others, I truly began to witness as it was projected outward from me. That by my ability to hold space for myself, I watched and witnessed as I was able to walk alongside really powerful women like Shannon, like Amanda, like April. I was willing, like all of you, literally all of you. I was able to walk alongside these really powerful women. And watch them as they were began to hold and have the capacity to hold space for all of it. Or begin to open up to. This then moves into a space of where are you projecting your shit onto other people? But for the sake of the time for this class, we'll talk about that later. <laughs> because I was... I'm able to project the magic of holding space for yourself and having the capacity to, to hold it all. You also are able to hold to project all of your shit onto other people too. We'll talk more about that in the next program that I'll share with you. Love you so much. When you begin, when you allow your capacity to grow and allow yourself to stretch and holding it all, you begin to open up a doorway to more abundance than you could ever imagine. Because this goes hand in hand. When you begin to hold the capacity to, for your emotions, for who you are, you're willing to accept yourself and meet yourself wherever you're at in that moment. And you hold that space. You believe in yourself. You trust yourself. You trust yourself to lead yourself through these emotions. You begin to trust yourself. that that bleeds into other areas of your life. Because another facet of the, all of this is you have the capacity to hold a certain amount. It bleeds into your capacity to hold money. It bleeds into your capacity to hold success, to hold relationships, to hold anything. How we do one thing is how we do most things. Scarcity, for example, if you're scarce with money, you're scarce with your in your relationships, you're likely scarce with your food you're scarce with your body. As you learn to hold space for yourself walk hand in hand with your fear grief and everything else, you begin to hold that for other people with the awareness and compassion that they too are navigating their own version of where of what you are. When you begin to hold space for yourself, you begin to become aware of how your parents just didn't have the capacity and didn't hold the capacity for your big emotions, and that said nothing about you and your big emotions and everything about their ability to hold that space. They're human too. One of the spaces that tends to be needed to be looked at when we talk about holding space for other people is the savior complex. We try to mother, we try to heal, we try to fix, we try to save the people around us. And it's honestly a super icky, sticky place to be in because it is a space of ego thinking we know better for them than they do and not allowing them to live the life that they came here to live to live to experience karmic depths that they maybe they in another lifetime they did something and and now they're completing that cycle trying to change them instead of loving them right where they're at And that's not to say loving them sometimes looks like healthy boundaries. Loving them sometimes looks like, I see where you're at. I love you so much. I also don't have the capacity for this. This is also honoring your capacity as a human being and recognizing what you do and do not have the capacity for. In this moment, you may have the capacity for it tomorrow. Okay. We'll see you later. What I've found in my work with my clients is that my ability to hold space for them with zero judgment, a whole lot of love, and zero desire to change them or fix them because they don't need to be fixed, and I believe in their power. They transcend mountains that they never thought they would be able to. They release weight that they have been holding on to forever. And they make the changes people have been wanting them to make for over a decade because because they choose and they are seen in a space of pure love and zero judgment. I can't tell you how many times I had one person that was really upset with me because their wife made the change that they've been trying to create to really mother as the male. He was trying to mother her and, and and help her create this change. But it was more of like trying to force and, and push and, and pull instead of just being in a space of allowance and loving her and honoring her and seeing her right, like, right where she's at. And I, I received the projections of all of that anger because in the space that I was holding for her, she was able to choose that where she wasn't previously in a space that allowed her to choose that. And so I was the one who got the, all of the anger projected upon. So when if you are looking to assist those around you in choosing their highest timeline, choosing them, their best self, love them where they're at, release any need to judge them for where they're at or what they're choosing or, or any of that, and just love them. See them in their power. They transcend mountains that they never thought they would be able to. Because you see them with pure love and zero judgment. They finally accept who they are without anyone trying to convince them, force them, push them, pull them, nudge them, guilt them into making those changes. This is why people come into my world and never leave. It's magical. Because they love the person that they evolve into and they know that they will be loved and accepted wherever they're at, whatever they choose to be. What if you could offer this to someone in your life? What if you could offer this level of holding space to your partner? What if you could offer this level of holding space to your parent? What if you decided they didn't need your fixing or you to force them into doing anything or viewing them as less than? And you could just experience them in all of their messiness and pure beauty. Like those splatter paintings we talked about. When you begin to hold space for yourself, the duality for your friends partners, clients, if you have them, strangers on the internet, people in the grocery store, customers, et cetera, you begin to evolve and expand your capacity to hold space. And this goes for people that have completely polar opposite points of view of you, completely opposite political beliefs, religious beliefs, any beliefs. If you just see them as the beautiful soul that they be and meet them in their messiness and love them and release the need to judge them, or judge any of their decisions. Your ability to hold space grows and expands and shifts and changes. You begin to evolve and expand your capacity to hold space. This will grow and grow and grow and stretch and stretch and stretch. And there'll be moments where you'll feel the growing pains where the stretch is super uncomfortable. And in those moments, you have two choices. You have the choice to contract And lean back and be like, this ain't it. Or you have the choice to expand and lean into it. And you may choose one in one moment and the other in another moment. There is no right or wrong choice. But if you choose to lean into it, this is ultimately shifting you into a space of allowance. Allowance of all the magic, miracles, mysteries, healing of and transformation and allowance of the grief the pain and the not so fun feelings because there are levels in which in order to reach them you will have to be able to hold a large enough space without shrinking when someone says something mean to you rejects you shames you etc which i just experienced uh, about a month ago someone that i like out of left field began shaming me for my presence on the internet That was, and then came in with the energy of like, I'm just trying to protect you. I'm looking out for you, but it was really icky energy. And I had to navigate all those feelings as I had this conversation face to face with this person when I wanted to crawl out of my skin. And I I felt myself going into fight or flight. I love you. And it doesn't feel good. But I'm willing to feel it. Because I see the outcome, and I see that if I allow that to shrink me, the people that I could help, I'm not helping because this isn't. And, and the space that I continue to choose to grow into and evolve into and grow into is so important to me, for me, for you, for us, for the world. This is a journey of not only becoming all of you, but leading into the embodying the full potency of you. This is a journey in the evolution of the space that you hold. This is about the awareness of your capacity to opening the door, which evolves to. This is about your evolution. This is about the evolution of your journey, the evolution of who you are, the space that you want to be, the presence that you want to be, how potent you want to be. This is about the awareness of your capacity to opening the door, which evolves to how much space can I hold? How big can I be? How embodied can I be? How much flow and allowance can I experience? And that is the evolution of your capacity. And how does it get better than that? So how are we feeling? What's the experience? Heavy and abundant. Yes, duality. So inspired, yes. So for those of you who are interested in hearing more about this next program, this is going to be for you. As for the replay, before we tap into that um, replay, I will email you guys. And immediately once it's uploaded, the replay link so that you can watch this for the next 24 hours, then it will be uploaded uploaded into the Facebook community where it will reside for at least 30 days. And it will also be uploaded into this new program as pre-work. So if you decide to jump into this next container with me, if you decide that you want to take this deeper with me, um, it will be uploaded in there. So you'll be able to have easy access of that as well. Grateful, empowered. Yes, yes, yes. Ah, I received it. So I'm going to paste in the comments two different links. This next, pro, so the Facebook community, if you want to join the Facebook community, we do all kinds of fun stuff in there. Um, That's where the replay will be after the 24 hours. If you feel like you want to tap into that again, there's also Reiki circles, Reiki Reiki ceremonies over the moon. Uh, We do transmissions in there. We do readings, all kinds of fun stuff. Just started that like a month ago super fun. But the potency of she, this is about embodying all of your potency. It's about diving deep into what we talked about today. This barely scratches the surface of what I want to dive into with those who are ready for that healing. In this container, because you guys took this masterclass, whether you're watching live or you're watching a replay, um, I want to offer you guys a special pricing because you took this leap into this container. I'm offering it to you guys for 111 and you can purchase through that link, which I will also include in the email, and it's going to be magic. There are no dates for this yet, but that's part of the magic of trusting yourself, leaping into this container. There will be replays. So even if it ma- doesn't match with your schedule, um, you will have that. But I will, when I have the dates, you will know them ahead of time so that you can plan for them if your schedule allows for it it's going to be it's going to be one of my deepest programs that i offer yet we're going to we're going to dive into mother wounds we're going to try dive into sisterhood wounds we're going to d- dive into uh, all the fears the worries the doubts the uh, scarcity we're going to dive into where are you limiting yourself we're going to dive into your belief systems we're going to dive into literally everything so capacity diving into your capacity watching this over and over and over and over and over again and really integrating this is going to allow you to receive that even deeper but I'm so excited for this next program. I'm so excited. Um, Other than that, that's what I have for you guys. Are there any last minute questions before we sign off? You are so welcome. I love you so much. Thanks so much. Well, I'm excited to see what shifts for you. I'm excited to see. I just want to take a moment to express my gratitude for you allowing me to be a part of your journey through this podcast. It brings me so much pleasure and so much joy to be a contribution to you in any way that I possibly can. If you loved what you heard today, or if you were triggered by what was What was said today, I would love if you would leave me a review with any epiphanies, anything that was cleared up for you, any episode favorites so that I can continue offering you and creating valuable content that is a contribution to you. I would just be so, so thankful. And you can do that on Apple podcasts or on Spotify. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for taking time. To be in this space with me. I love you so much.